Alright, alright. Welcome back. Welcome back. English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Demion. Sitting here at Bojangles again. Just finished off my uh, biscuits and uh, hash browns. Didn't put you guys through that again. Uh, but today we are joined by a freaking Winnebago behind me. You know, the moment I get ready to hit record, you know, finished my nice breakfast. They want to roll up with this, I don't know, 25 foot, maybe longer, 30 foot Winnebago. Leave the engine running door open and they want to go file out to go get some uh, Bojangles but hopefully the microphone doesn't pick it up but we're going to do what we do anyway. Um, weather right now is a bit cold. Um, yesterday it was a little chilly there towards the end. We just had uh, one of those pressure systems move through so we had the high heat. Now it's cooling off so there's been a break, been a lot of moisture, a lot of rain, a little thunder, a little lightning, you know just to uh, break up some of that heat. Even the world doesn't like when it gets too hot, so it tends to cool things down. I'm sitting here on uh, three creams, three sugars, coffee from Bojangles. I don't even know what kind of blend, what kind of um, bean they use, but uh, it served its purpose. But the funny thing is, I had to drink coffee this morning to go get coffee. You know, I woke up this morning at about 6.40, you know. Typically, as you know, you know, I do these on Saturdays, but... You know, sister's been in town, so we've been spending some time. So I said, well, I'll just get up early Sunday morning. So I got up about 6.40. And I was like, all right, go get the coffee, get something to eat. But I wasn't ready to leave the house. So I said, well, let me make a small cup of coffee to go get the coffee. You know, sit there, get your heads together, get your head together, collect your thoughts. You know, just kind of piece, piece the day together as to what you want to do. Um, so I made myself a little eight ounce cup of coffee, you know, drank that, got that down, got in some roots, watched a few vids while I sipped my coffee, then hopped in the car, and here I am. Just finished off two sausage biscuits, such as last time, and now I'm sipping this. So I think today we'll probably just uh, keep it easy, as we always do. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about the weather, a little bit about yesterday, some other things that happen in the market, a little bit in the news, if I don't forget anything, and we'll just kind of see where it goes. So I got about a good three-quarter cup of coffee here, sitting here sipping on it. It's wrapped in a Bowtown Roasters. Oh, it says 100% Arabic coffee. So I guess I'm drinking 100% Arabic coffee minus, minus the three creams and three sugars. But without further ado, let's take the customary sip. And let's get into it. So one of the things that gets me uh, when I'm sitting here recording my podcast is you got a lot of people that like to sit and stare. I don't know what they're doing. Like I'm sitting here right now in the parking lot facing the road. But there's somebody who pulls up to a stop sign and they've been sitting there for six minutes. So I don't know what they're wasting their time doing. I mean, they can sit here and look at me, but it's like just take a picture and keep it moving, you know. But I don't know why people tend to do that. It's one of those things that kind of gets under your skin, irritates you just a little bit, especially with older people. I'm talking like, you know, those people in the 70, 80 plus, not everybody, but some of them, they like to just sit and watch and stare. You know, maybe they're looking at youth. Maybe they're like, oh, well, if I was 80 years younger, maybe I could live my own life and not sit here and stare at someone else living theirs. But I like to think when I'm 80 years old, 90 years old, and uh, I'm remembering days of past, I don't sit there and just stare at somebody who's 25 walking 
from their car to the mailbox. Like, it's not going to make or break my day just because, you know, somebody's doing something that I can or something that I used to do. But the main thing is, while we're recording, I hope nobody uh, walks up, you know, because I'm sitting out here and, uh, you know, begs for money or something such as last time. I mean, it just kind of taints the day, you know. It's like, don't beg for money. Like, come, come to me, ask me how you can get a job. Ask me how you can change the situation, but don't come up here asking for handouts. I mean, nobody gives you anything in life for free. You know, you got to work for it. If you want it, you got to work for it. You can't just be walk around with your hand out in a freaking cup, you know, expecting people to give you change. You know, I mean, yeah, you could do that if you're a little scam or something like that. You know, if you're just one of these little greasy people that likes to just mooch off others, but that's just something I don't do. Now, if you ever see me on the street, with you know with a can or a cup I mean that means I'm just completely off my square I've forgotten who I am and I don't know what time it is I may remember my full name may not remember my full name I mean my mind has just left the building it's not who who I am today and I know situations like that can occur in life where people just completely forget who they are but a lot of times when people get to that level to that extent I'm not gonna say it's because of their own doing but a lot of times it is um, either that's either poor planning, poor preparation, or just somebody done fell into something that they didn't have any business doing. You know, a lot of things out here could just completely derail somebody. Uh, drugs, you know, and alcohol are two main things that sometimes just derail most people. Uh, I, my personal experience, you know, one of my family members, you know, not immediate family, but one of my family members, you know, smart person you know a lawyer like knows everything you know get people out of jail you know they ended up having a situation with drugs so it's like and then you talk to the guy and it's like hey man like what are you doing you know and he he was full aware he knew the law but he just couldn't you know stop doing what he was doing so it's like okay so he's rational in the sense that he understands what he's doing is wrong but he's continuing to make that choice you know i was talking to somebody the other day about addiction what addiction is and I guess I was trying to equate it to like you got to look at this cigarettes right everybody smokes cigarettes everybody smokes cigars or has or not everybody but most people you know probably 80% of the planet right now everybody sees the little warning on it Surgeon General warning I don't know if they have it in your country but there's a little warning up there if you smoke it may cause cancer everybody knows this if you drink it may cause cirrhosis everybody knows this but they still smoke they still drink right Here's the thing, okay, yeah, everybody just kind of uh, coincides with the fact that, okay, we're all going to die from something. But the thing is, with some of these other substances out here, some of these other activities, some of these other riskier behaviors, you're talking, see, there's the freaking Winnebago with the freaking horn, no reason to do that. They're sitting in an empty parking lot, but you want to beep the horn because you're, you're silly and you're being a goofball. Here they come out with their freaking, freaking Slurpees in their freaking bag killing me right but it's not about that let me go back where I was let me get back into my headspace that horn just really unrattled me for a second because there's no there's no reason for it yes please close your little Winnebago door and get the freak out of here take that Bojangles Bow Mac Bowberry biscuit cheddar cheese biscuit with the six-piece chicken to freaking Kentucky you know yeah close the door and get out of here no need for you to be here. That's freaking crazy, man. I mean, I tell you, sometimes it's just, 
It just takes a little bit. But they're not going to ruin my cup, though. They're not going to ruin my cup. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sip my cup. I'm going to enjoy my cup. Oh, now they got to run back in the store. I just sit here and provide freaking commentary on these goofballs. You know, behind me, literally behind me. Oh, my gosh, man. Like, what did you forget? Hmm? Your brain? Did you leave your brain in the toilet? Did you put the put the freaking toilet paper in your freaking skull cap and flush your brain by mistake? Is that what happened when you went to the bathroom? You know? Crazy. But anyway, let me get back to it. So, what was I talking about? I don't even remember what I was talking about. See, I lost my freaking train of thought because of these freaking lames. Uh, it was good. I was going somewhere, too. I forget where I was going. I was headed out. I was talking. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Addiction. I was talking about addiction. Yeah, so people just get out there and they get lost. You know, you got different substances, harder, harder substances, you know, heroin, cocaine, you know, methamphetamines and things like that. Pills, you know, seems to be the new trendy thing, which is pills are like, you know, the, the heroin and morphine because they're just... Op- excuse me, opiates. So we have a lot of people with opiate use disorder. But anyway, I, I don't even know how you call it opiate use disorder. How is it a disorder? The person's choosing to take the pills. I think it's, they're just choosing to uh, pop pills instead of shooting up. Like, they're choosing to feel that way. It's not a disorder. You know, that's like they have some alcohol use disorder. Oh, he has alcohol use disorder. She has alcohol use disorder. It's not a disorder. The person likes to get drunk. They like to get wasted. How is this a disorder? This is what they do, and they have no plans of changing. They want to spend the rest of their life drunk. Uh, How is it a disorder? They can't stop drinking. Yes, they can stop drinking. They don't want to stop drinking. We'll know if they stop drinking, then their their body will, you know, react, and they'll go through withdrawals. Okay, so go through the withdrawals. You won't die. Stop drinking. Even if you put the person in a little seven-day detox in one of these 30-day, six-month treatment centers, all it does is take away the the physical dependence, if there was any physical dependence, but the behavior's still there, the mindset, the person still likes to get drunk, so you can't change that. You have to take their brain out and give them a new brain, give them a whole new personality if you want to seek permanent change, but it just doesn't happen. So there's a fault in the system, you know, there's a flaw in the system of treatment with people with such disorders and situations. Okay, now, let's get let's get back to wherever I initially said this podcast was going. So you never know, we, we take a couple sips of the cup, life happens. That's why I like recording the podcast out here in the open, because different situations, I would have never went on a freaking tangent about this freaking Winnebago behind me if it wasn't sitting here in this parking lot in this lovely, lovely morning. So, let's take another sip. Can't take a sip to calm down because the coffee only amplifies what you're trying to do. It only raises you up to the level. But anyway, like I said, the weather is is decent. You know, yesterday my sister and I went all the way to Oriental. It's this place by the, uh, I guess the river, the river's edge, we'll say. Uh, you can fish down in the rocks. Um, they got stingrays there. Every now and then you can see dolphins you know, bluefish, so it's uh, a little mix, brackish water, fresh and salt water, is kind of like where they meet, where the water mixes, anyway, went out there, I caught a trout, she caught a few pinfish, you know, it was an easy day, a light fish, went out there with some shrimp, went out there with some squid, but you know me, I gotta bust out the lure, so I caught, I caught a speckled trout on a, um, 
what was it, a little, a little jig, a little DOA, DOA cow bait. Anyway, okay, the Winnebago is pulling off. It's like two people that got off the freaking Winnebago, and the Winnebago could probably sit 80 people. Freak out of here. It's called the Escaper. They got the nerve to put on this 100-foot, you know, I know it's growing every time I talk about it. It's 100-foot freaking Winnebago. You're going to put freaking Escaper on there. But you can't even get in and get out of the Winnebago without hitting the freaking horn, waking up the whole town. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, my sister and I went out there. It was windy. It was windy for real. I'm talking like Wendy Williams windy. Like blow you out of your freaking shoes. But we'll take that. We took that over the uh, the rain. There was a potential rainstorm coming in, a little thunder, a little lightning. None of that. We got just like a little mist. Like, you know, when you first cut that shower on, you know, you're like, Psh, you know, and it just does a little Psh, and then it stops. Um, so we caught that. You know, put on the rain gear, didn't even need it, and then it dried up, and then it was just very, very windy. Um, so that was fine. I mean, clear, well, not clear skies, gray skies, windy as I don't know what, um, easy going traffic, because it's also Memorial Day weekend. You see, this is the weekend where a lot of people get out of here and they like to drive drunk. This is when a lot of people die. It's a scary time to be on the road, because they'll be out here, you know, when night falls, sometimes in the day, but when night falls especially, they'll get out here. You know, they had six, seven, eight beers, and they want to get on the road and drive like a freaking madman. And those are the ones you see in the uh, Tuesday paper, you know, all smashed up on the side of the road. Now, Memorial Day is actually going to be Monday, and people are going to get out there and do all that craziness. But they start early in the weekend, so you're talking that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All those days is just not really safe to be on the road. Get out there if you have to. If not... Don't worry about it. Just wait till like Tuesday when things kind of calm down and some normalcy comes back into the picture. Let's take a short break right here and I'll tell you a little bit more. I think maybe about what happened in the uh, the market and uh, then we'll probably sign off. All right, so. Let's see, what happened in the market? Um, yeah, it was interesting. So I don't know if I mentioned before I got trades. Uh, I got about six trades going, but two of the main ones, Workhorse and Neo. So I've been trading Neo, as you guys don't, if you guys didn't know, that's the little competitor, you know, this Chinese competitor for um, Tesla. Wouldn't say it's a competitor, like they're competing, but I mean, it's in the same market, the same EV car. Anyway, I've been trading the stock. I've uh, been in there about, I don't know, a month and a half. And initially, when I bought in, the stock went down. So the stock's been slowly, slowly, slowly going back up. Now, the other day, Friday, stock was actually up. If I wanted to exit the trade, I could have exited the trade. But no, I built the position just a little bit. You know, I got about a quarter position in there. I uh, built the position, and I had the opportunity to get out. But I said no, because those aren't my uh, price targets. I have something a little higher in mind. I think it reached about 39.50. 39.50 but I got price targets like $41 so I'm just kind of hanging in there but I will admit um, as I'm thinking about it I'm talking I did have a 39.50 target that's how I know exactly uh, what that was a 39.50 target a 41 no 40.95 and then a 41.50 so my 39.50 got triggered so sold some positions sold about five shares so I was happy with that um, but 
I could have completely sold out of it and went on and moved to another trade, but I said no, because, you know, it's about patience. This is If you're playing this game for life, then you're not worried about these short-term gains. Now, my workhorse position, which is interesting, I believe I did mention that I built up 100 shares on it. When I got it, it was $14.67, dropped all the way down to about $8. Now, my average cost is at $9.44. It went up to about almost $10. Now, I could have got out with, what is that, a $60 profit or something like that, but I said no, because... My target price is $14. So we're talking about a couple hundred dollar move versus a little small term move. You know, these things happen in the market, but it's just like, shoot, be patient. Buy something, hold it, be patient, wait for your move. As long as you're in there with money that you do not need, it's all good. You can wait. But see, those people that are sitting there talking, oh, they lost 20000 in Tesla. Well, yeah, that's because they sold the money. I mean, they sold their shares before it had a chance to recover. They were impatient. So you don't go in there. If you, I mean, if you need the money today, don't put it in there. You know, I'm in there with money that I don't need. Like if it just disappeared, would make a difference, right? That's how you're gonna build in these things. That's how you're gonna make wealth, generate wealth, not just income, but wealth. Make real money, bigger moves. You know, you can sit here and do twenty dollar moves all day, which is cool and it's fun. Keeps you busy, keeps you on your toes. But I mean, I would rather sit here and maybe once a month, pull down $500, you know, on my end. I'm not sitting here saying I'm a shark in a freaking um, swimming pool, you know, but I sit here, I'll pull down, I'd rather pull down $500, you know, one to two months consistently in one or two trades versus chasing these little $30 moves, $20 moves, well, not $20 moves and $30 moves, that was pretty good, but I mean, like, little, little percents where it'll go, like, from 25 to... $27.13, you know, a little $2 move. You just sit here, build your position, and then in the $2 move, because a $2 move could still be significant if you have a big enough position, but if you only have, like, a couple shares in there, then it won't make a difference. I guess that's why a lot of people trade on margin. You see, when you trade on margin, you just open yourself up to some unnecessary risk. Now, I do remember I did mention I will talk about uh, the world a little bit and what's going on here to the news. So as you guys know, they got the whole vaccination thing, and over here in the states, they're trying to encourage people to get um, vaccinated. You know, it's not a requirement, but they're trying to encourage people to do it. Now, my take on it: Hey, I haven't had, I haven't got sick the whole freaking time, and I've been wearing the mask. So now, why is this shot something that needs to be taken? I don't see any point in it, in it any relevance. People that have had COVID had COVID, um, recovered from it. Um, I mean, there's really no need to get the shot. If you're going to get it, you got it already. I believe if you get it, then you get it. You know, mask or no mask, because even people that are vaccinated get it. You know, I don't know if I mentioned, but the Yankees team, they had something that I read about. I think out of all their players, you know, everybody been vaccinated. And then they had a little thing where it was like eight or nine of them, you know, caught COVID after being vaccinated. You know, because they're out there playing with no mask, you know. That's just a thing to do, you know go out there with no mask anyway but i've been wearing the mask haven't got sick so it's like i'm just keep wearing the mask you can keep your freaking vaccination i don't need it um because they have a lot of vaccinations out here for a lot of different things and you don't see people signing up for that they got a hiv vaccination they got a hepatitis vaccination right now we all took the little polio measles mumps and rubella all that stuff when we were little hopefully you did if they provide that to you in your in your country but i mean you don't see people dealing with that anymore right? You get that as a kid and you go on and you grow. 
But I mean, just to just because they come out with something. I mean, what if next year they come out with a whole nother thing? Are you gonna run up and get it? No, no. Just put on the mask, call it a day. The mask works. You know, if I had to be on TV and people were like, "Well, what do you think about the vaccination?" They say, "If you feel it's something you want to do, then you go ahead and do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you don't do it, wear your mask. That's it. That's all I got to say about it." I'm not going to put somebody in a headlock and force somebody to do something they don't want to do. And we shouldn't be forced to do something we don't want to do. You know, uh, they're trying to talk about uh, maybe limiting travel and all this stuff in different areas. Like, oh, well, if you want to leave the country, you got to get a shot. Okay. You know, if I want to leave, then I'll get the shot. If I don't want to leave, then I won't get the shot. Don't worry about it. You know, like, but I don't need to hear about it every freaking day. You know, that's just like um, people don't listen. You know, like, there's no need to go over it every day. You know, if you're at your job, right, let's say your employer comes to you, hold on, employer comes to you and they say, hey, Sam, you say, what's going on? They say, hey, we are uh, offering you the vaccination. Do you want to get it? No. Are you sure you don't want to get it? Yes, I'm sure that I do not want to get it. Okay. And then the next day they come by, hey, Sam, uh, you still, I just told you I didn't want to take it. So what? What's the problem? See, now you're getting on my bad side. Now I'm getting frustrated with you. Now I'm going to have to handle you a little rougher than I did before. You know? It's like somebody asks you to borrow money. Hey, can I borrow $5? No. Okay, they come back two days later. Hey, man, um, you got any... I just told you I wasn't even going to give you $5, which makes you think I'm going to give you $20. You know? And when people ask you something after you've already answered them, it just, it just takes it to a level it doesn't have to go. People would just listen, like... Sarah, do you want to go on a date? Yes. Okay, I don't need to ask you 50 times. Are you sure? Who says, are you sure you want to go on a date? Are you sure? No. You, you hear one yes, and you leave it at that. You hear one no, people keep asking. That's when people get the bad side. Not of me, you know, personally, but of different people, different situations. No is no. You know? Now, if you're persistent, okay, it's a sale, then I realize, yeah, you got to keep pushing your intent into the universe. And you got to keep you know, putting it out there, you come back with different strategies. Okay, you're trying to sell something. Okay. But I mean, trying to get somebody to put some freaking uh, medicine, unknown, whatever, into their body. I mean, we know that, um, what you call it's in there, COVID's in there. It's like, um, I haven't had COVID, so I'm going to sign up for you to give me a shot that contains a minute amount of COVID. Uh, No, I'm good. Do what you do, you know. Shoot yourself with 15 needles if that's what you want to do. I'm good. I'll just take my chances with the mask. Because here's the thing. You take the vaccination, right? You're not going to know the results until later. Some people are already having these immediate results. But, I mean, you can take that shot right now. 15 years later, you got a freaking tumor growing out of the top of your eyelid. You can't say it didn't come from the shot. Not saying it will, but you can't say. They're like, oh, well, you got the tumor anyway. Really? Really? Are you sure about that? I mean, do you know for a medical fact that me taking this unknown substance and putting it in my body did not cause this freaking tumor on my eye? Or, you know, somebody has a heart attack next week and they say, um, well, it's not because of the vaccination. Really? How do you know? How do you know how that unknown substance you put in the body? Because it's like this. If it's a vaccination and it's all, oh, you need it, you need it. Okay, well, go ahead and explain it. Go ahead and tell people exactly, word for word, what's in it and what each of those things does in their body. You know, educate the people on what's in there other than just saying, take it, it's good for you. Freak out of here, you know? That's not how you 
That's not how you get people on board with your little agenda by just trying to tell them to take some freaking syringe. You got some random person that you don't even know coming up, sticking you in the arm with something. You didn't see them sticking in the arm now, but they're trying to stick you in the arm. And everybody's saying they did it. I mean, they might as well be shooting freaking heroin or something like that. Just saying, oh, yeah, take take a shot. Your heroin could be in the freaking thing. You don't even know that. You don't even know. Then they're like, oh, well, you got to come back and take another one. Um, well, what was wrong with the first one? Why don't you just put everything in the first syringe, right? Because, see, they can't do that. But then you got the other people over here where they're like, well, you only take one of these and you take two of these. Um, well, what has he got that you don't have? What does this vaccination have that this one doesn't, right? It should just be one vaccination. But no, this one you got to take twice, and this one you take once. So that means this one has something that this one doesn't. Um, so they're all not equal. So that means, okay, this one over here you might take four times, or maybe it's missing something, but there's no ingredient list, right? You don't know what's in there. So, no, keep it. Stick it up. Stick it up your left nostril, I'm going to say. Stick it up your freaking left nostril and shoot all the vaccine you want in there because I'm good. I'll sit here, sip my coffee, I'll wear my freaking mask. And anybody can have their own opinion on it, but I'd be interested to know what your opinion is. Do they have the vaccine in your country? Have they offered it? Have you taken it? Um, but either way, be safe, sip your coffee, enjoy this English, and I'll see you in the next one.